0: So, uh, the wave, you know, it's a very, it, we waving with strangers, I should say, or kind of strangers. It, it could be a very delicate and a confusing thing that us humans have still not uh, come to an exact science. Even the most social people struggle and the ones who struggle with it the most. Find a way. So I I have an incident. Where past couple weeks. I've been having a nice little wave. Back and forth with someone. Where every day I see them. They wave at me with a smile. I wave back at them. With a smile. I even have added a hey. Once in a while. And they've even nervously added a hey. Nothing Crazy playing it smooth but I have a tendency to kind of lose track of things to kind of not stay on the ball and I guess I haven't been waving back the past few times I've seen this person and uh, today they actually came up to me and they're like hey did I do something and I'm like No. Why? They said, well, you haven't waved at me. And uh, I said, well, I'm not exactly a trendy guy. (sighs) Welcome to episode 136 of the Off and Beat podcast, and I hate myself so much. (laughs) Oh, geez. In case you can get it, wave, trendy, following, okay. If you have to explain it, it's not good. I disagree with that notion, but you know what? Fuck it. You can sign a waiver. Uh, I should probably send out waivers for people that listen to this podcast. (laughs) Like, hey, just so you know what you're getting into, you might want to kill yourself. Because the census podcast is not like a Six Flags roller coaster where a child, you know, Dies because those, uh, by the way, the, the people that run the, the, these 19 year old kids that they have running roller coasters in charge of an operation that is in charge of nine, anywhere between nine year old kids and 72 year olds to not die on this roller coaster is going 98 miles per hour. Even with steel bolts and all this shit. Like, yeah, it's still a shaky situation. Scream machine and ninja. Talk about a concussion. Will Smith, when he slaps you upside the fucking head. Okay, Clint. Um, But. You know. And when that incident happened recently where some kid. uh, Basically. I think it was like a 12 year old child. You know, he. Uh. You know, he fell out of the roller coaster and, as you expect, he died. Very sad situation. But it really gets you thinking. Think about every time you've gone to an amusement park or carnival. It's always, it's always one of two people. It's always, like I said, the 19-year-old, 15-year-old kid, if it's in the summer for a summer job. It's always those... Type of kids that's in charge of making sure everything's double-tacked and secured. And I don't know if you've ever been on a roller coaster. They don't really check that much. Or it is some 58-year-old lady that is half asleep, that's on melatonin, that has an IV machine hooked up to her, and she's definitely not hydrated. No in between. They would never have someone stable like me. Like, hey guys, we're going to have a good time. I'm going to make sure you're double tapped and strapped in, baby. But from the stories I hear back in the day, it used to be just a herd of fun. It used to be just a herd of young adults having a great time. Still not getting paid, but you get all the benefits, the free rides to bring your friends. The, you know, uh, bring a hot dog and eat it while you're on it. You know, cool shit. But now, from what I hear, you get none of those benefits, which maybe is why it's more unsafe than ever. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm going to start needing waivers for this podcast. But yeah, uh, whew, it's been a... Finally, I'm caught up on the pods, Uh, and uh, I'm actually like, when I record one, it'll actually be posted, not storing them ahead of time. But anyways, keep it moving, Uh, because I'm in first class in my podcasting class, because I'm a G L A M. That means. Generous, Lymph, Ass, Movies, <laughs> oh Jesus, Whew, I need to get back into shape for the pod. See, it seems like I can never have it all right. When I'm in shape, when my body is great, my when my body's in shape, my pod is not. When I'm a fat, lazy, no good, hate myself, that's when the pods are amazing. I feel like I've lost a step mentally when I've lost, when I've lost all the steps by stepping a lot, you know, uh, it's supposed it's supposed to be when you're in the best shape of your life. Well, I wouldn't say that, but weight wise, I am when you're in that everything else is supposed to work together and everything else is working great except for this. Why is that? I know I've lost a step, I'll say the elephant in the room, cause it's a irrelevant, okay, well maybe I got it back now, okay, uh, but yeah, uh, I've been, uh, you know, I was actually going through my closet today, right, cleaning out some things, no m M&M, don't get any fucking ideas, um, talk, forget about the JBP, cause I got the jelly bean pod, <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke that only me and Courtney get because she forced a thing of jelly beans in a cup thanks now I have a cup of jelly beans just sitting in the vehicle I'm getting hot and cold like KP Chris stops poor Zingus equals Katy Perry cause last Friday night I uh yeah So anyways, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a whirlwind of a time. What a time to be alive, you know, by the way, also I saw a thing where Ed Sheeran actually made a video on YouTube, surprisingly didn't have more views, literally talking about this whole lawsuit thing where, uh. Essentially, he's been, everyone knows he's been, Ed Sheeran's been kind of getting sued for uh, basically some of his songs sounding a lot like Marvin Gaye's music, a Marvin Gaye song, and some other artists there specific. Oh, there's a the TLC, No Scrubs. That one is basically, I forgot which song it is, but like I, I remember when it was a thing, when the lawsuit stuff was going on, I'm like, well, what is all this shit going on? And there's videos of playing this song and people breaking it down like music experts and songwriting experts and all this shit. And they're like, yeah, this is pretty uh, copy and pasted. Now, it may not have been intentionally, but when you listen to it and they play side by side and this and that, they'll play 10 seconds this and play 10 seconds. That sounds exactly the same It's like, yeah. And then but he won the case essentially where it's like, look, I don't know what you want us to do. 60,000 songs are being played a day. There's only 12 chords you could possibly play. And obviously, there's so many variations. But at some point, stuff's going to start sounding the same. Right? And I'm not saying... I don't think when he was writing whatever songs, I don't think he was sitting there like, hmm, I wonder if I can do a No Scrubs TLC version of... A song and kind of just change the lyrics, kind of make my own, just do some cool little red headed uh, rapping shit. Talk about Red Roof rapping, Red Head. Okay, in um, the Red Roof Ends, I do love the shape of you And it, even though apparently the Red Roof Inn, based off a Benzino interview. On Vlad TV, even though it wasn't Vlad that was interviewing him, it was some guy going over the top. Uh, basically, saying, Well, everyone knows if you're at a Red Roof Inn and you're a guy, it's kind of gay. His words, not mine. I'm like, that's a hell of an assumption. And I was thinking, I've stayed at a Red Roof Inn, so I guess I am gay, even if the stuff I was doing in there, I'll tell you otherwise. Because I was by myself um with the lovely ladies, but that was my youth youth is a beautiful thing, and red roofs gotta eat decent deals, and guess what there's always vacancy. I don't have to worry about setting a reservation. I don't have to worry about the scam of by the way, with hotels, you know what's bullshit about hotels is that I the whole check-in and check-out stuff is stupid. It's stupid, okay? First of all, it should be one day is 24 hours. Every hotel is the fucking same. Why do they all have the same thing? Why is all enter at 3 or 4 o'clock? You can't enter early. Or you have to pay some fucking fee. I learned that the hard way. I had to pay a fee one time when I went to Myrtle Beach... With my, uh, with my, well, no, it wasn't Myrtle Beach. It was fucking, uh, it was in Florida. But, yeah, somewhere in Florida. What was it? Jesus Christ, Clint. What is the fucking main city in Florida? Not Daytona. Not Miami. Uh, shit. Well, obviously it wasn't that great of a time, and it wasn't. Um, because I was by myself. Um, most of it. And that was the moment I got engaged. Good times, gotta love it. Oh, oh, you gotta love it. Okay, fun story for another pod. But anyways, I was there. We got there like two o'clock because we took some bus shuttle, whatever the hell. Oh, Universal Studios, Orlando. That's where we fucking were. Jesus Christ. Um, even though we didn't end up going to Universal Studios because fucking cunts want to be pains in the asses. I going to Orlando and not going to the fucking Universal Studios. What the fuck is wrong with you? You know, and it was like, oh, it was supposed to be a big old occasion. The boy had everything set up. You know how many times I'll play Universal Studios and the N- Nintendo GameCube and some bitch wants to make it about her fucking self? Oh, I need to stop using that word. I really need to stop using those words. But you know what? When the shoe fits, the shoe fits. You ruined my surprise for you, bitch. Um, <laughs> I want to take Universal. Go to Jurassic Park. Well, the Jurassic ride, you do the little, ooh, cool, look at this. Even though I've never really seen Jurassic Park. Apparently, the ones with Chris Pratt are, eh. Which, again, because it's like, I get it. Like, I, I get the appeal of Jurassic Park is that, hey, some people are like, I guess, Not lost, but they go search for shit and, like, maybe dinosaurs still exist. And they go there and, like, Bermuda Triangle, you find out shit exists. Okay? And then they're like, why are they chasing me? I've never seen the movie, so I'm probably really ignorant. But you know what? I don't give a fuck. It's a fucking movie about dinosaurs. It's not a real thing anymore. All right? Where's Ross when you need him? Paleontologist, well, Jurassic Park's actual minimum, That's incorrect. Could you imagine if you were sitting there with a real-life Ross or Russ? That's an inside joke. If you know, you know. Um, <laughs> and Russ seems like a dinosaur to Sierra. Automatic, supersonic, hypnotic. Get them checks. Um. <laughs> Uh, now we're potting, getting back into it. You know, gotta do a little, gotta do a little. Uh, what's it called? Oh, fucking calisthenics for the warm up. You know, gotta do a little push ups. You gotta pull up as Sierra does when she's changing Russ's diaper, because uh, he is uh shitting the bed. All right, with money. Um, <laughs> but look. I want. I just want a nice little trip. I just want a nice little thing. All right? I want to go to Universal. I want to do a few little cool rides. Universal, they have a lot of cool shit. It's actually, in my opinion, I think it's better than Disney World. There, I said it. Even Disney World as a kid, I don't remember much. I saw the pictures though. Eh, the cameras were not that great always want to live in the old times. And did you know that most, you want to talk about like Disney employees at these parks. People who've worked there. They said it's a very similar work environment as like Ellen. That type of shit. is so toxic. and so much pressure. All that. And they're getting paid like nowadays probably like eight or nine bucks. But at the time, like five or six bucks, you know, back in the day. Imagine you're dressing up as a fucking princess and shit. And then in the back, they're just slapping you around. They're just like, hey, little teacup. How about you uh stir the good old shut the fuck up juice and do your job? Um, yeah. But yeah, look. I don't know. Jurassic Park. I've never been into it. I actually think, uh... Fucking, what's that? That that other dinosaur real-life visualization movie is actually kind of better. Can't think of it, but, you know, whatever. The land before time. That's animation. Um, But, yeah, look. um, It was a... yeah, hotels. Anyways, back to the hotels. Where the hoes will always tell your actual wife. um, <laughs> Unless you, you know, pay them more. Pay them more, pay them more. Uh, there's a... But yeah, the whole like... Check-in at 3. You gotta leave at 11 a.m. It's always the same. First of all, then I should just be charged for 16 hours. I think you should just be charged hourly. Like, if I check in at 3, but I don't, if I I can come in at 3, but if I'm traveling from wherever the fuck, and I'm not going to be there till 8 o'clock at night, how about this? How about you charge me from 8 p.m. to whenever I decide to fucking leave and check out? Alright, the shit is not difficult, it's so unnecessary, like it makes no sense, and let's say, now that I think about it, that's actually not a great idea, because then you're going to be having weirdos renting rooms for like a couple hours to do extracurricular activities, and then you're going to open a can of worms there, so I guess, because it's like if you only need a room for like, I don't know. 15 minutes, um, you'd be charged accordingly. Um, no, but let's say you were to rent a room for like two or three hours because you just want to watch some TV. Maybe you just want to, you know, play Scrabble. Um, maybe you just want to get to know someone in a private environment. Then you know what? 20 bucks, not a bad deal. But you don't want you know, if you're running a business, you know, fine, I get that, but why can't it also be, hey, actually, I want to check in at 9 a.m., and I want to leave at 9 a.m. the next day, I think if you promise and you make a commitment to a 24-hour stay, then let me check in wherever, and I'll leave 24 hours later, like, there should be different plans, like, why is this so set in stone, like, they don't have actual deals, I don't know. I think hotels are just a little outdated. I think hotels just have a they just need a they just need a little business mind. They just need a reamp. They they just need to think about some things. And I think I'm the guy. I think I should run a fucking hotel. What would I name a hotel? It would be like the uh the CNN, I call it the CNN Center. Clint Nelson Nude. At all times. Okay. Well, that took a turn. And uh like Jeffrey Tubin. Okay. Because nude is the we, and looking back at that story, that dude who literally like the idea of this man actually went on CNN. and he actually works for he actually works for the New Yorker. He's covered stories that actually have actual meaning in society, you know, like eternal affairs, like ironically workplace environments and yeah, this guy kind of did something in a workplace environment even though technically it was not he was not technically in a workplace but you were in a zoom that was about work and your penis took place <laughs> um but the fact that this guy was like oh we got a 10 minute break cool actually it wasn't even 10 minutes it was like literally like a couple minute break in between or some shit and this guy's like a couple minutes. I could get this done, but you could—you were in your house. You had so much other room where you could have got it done. Let's say in this hype, one you could just turn off your computer, exit out the thing. Don't don't give me the whole like, oh, I didn't. I thought I was on mute. I thought I blocked the thing. It's like, but you know. There's a chance shit happens because, you know, even if they're not watching, you know, the NSA is watching you hate to break it to you. They're watching you. All right. So someone's watching you anyways. But you don't want your coworkers watching you for their sake and your sake. That's awkward when you go back to the office because this was during COVID and all that shit. So, he probably wasn't really going back to the office anytime soon. Otherwise, they wouldn't have had Zoom meetings. But, he was definitely, like, he was going to see them soon. And, the fact that this guy had a minute or two and he's like, oh, what can I do in a minute or two? Not like, hey, you know what, let me go on my phone. Let me just do what most people do and just waste time. Not like, hey, you know what, let me go downstairs and get something to eat. Or, like most people, when you have these urges, you leave the area and go get a towel. All right? Go do something. Go get a hobby. This man's like, nah. Ooh, I like a man that lives on the edge. Well, um, should have lost his job, but it's cool. But the fact that this man went on scene and tried to say, like, yes, you know, mistakes happen and... You know, and apparently he's covered articles about human behavior and toxicity from men. He's like, and, you know, I'll even acknowledge, like, you know, it's, it's pretty ironic that I've covered stories and then here I am doing because, you know what, I even, and he even said it in such a way, it was like, you know, it even even goes to show that, you know, even I'm not perfect. It's like, well, trust me, no one thought you were anyways. Typically, people that write the subject matter of articles you write, typically are not. They're typically finger-pointing type of people, and dick-pointing type of people. Um, and honestly, if I was his wife, I would be more embarrassed about this than if there was actual a tape of you having sex with another woman. I think this shit's more embarrassed. I I know this is an old story. But I kind of, I was watching some, well, not the video, but I was watching a story about the video. And then I was watching him on scene and look, and this man has such like, hey, this man made it like he was on the show. And he has such like a calm demeanor. He has such a like presence. He has such like, a like, and you would have thought like this man just like, you know. You know, the situation with this court case with Casey Anthony is like, dude, it's like you're talking about yourself. He's talking with such like distance, like he's not like attached to this. It's not like he's talking about a story about a writer or a story writer, whatever the fuck for a magazine website and this shit happened. He's talking about in third person, right? This is you. This man's like, hey, you know what you gonna do? It's like you you know what you could do? Not do. You could just not do. Um My theory is I actually think I always think when that shit happens when people do weird stuff in those zooms, when people do weird things in group conversations and group visualization, I think most people I think most things that people do that are not deemed appropriate, I think most of them do it on purpose, and they play it off in such a way. Um, I think he wanted people to see his penis. Like, I don't think most scandals, I don't think most, uh like, sex tapes, honestly, when they're leaked, I don't believe most... Uh, weird shit that's leaked about someone's self is by accident. I think Anthony Weiner. Come on, like you, you really think this man, like you, really think Anthony Weiner didn't want his wiener exposed? I mean, look, he's in politics. Wiener's wiener was gonna get exposed anyways, and he did, ironically. And I think, honestly, like when you're born with a name, I think it matters. And I do think, literally, your name changes how you look. It changes how you operate as a person. And I think you kind of become, literally, what someone with that name, typically, becomes. Like, I honestly believe, if my name was Jeff, I honestly think I would look like a different guy. Because I would have grew up... Living like a probably different type of life, like Jeff, 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 God forbid, douchebag with a Jeff with a G, Jesus Christ. Imagine a G, Jesus was spelled with a G, 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 G. Um, but honestly, like, really, like, if you're born with the name Wiener. Like, I really just think you're going to be a very open-minded, very curious guy. I think it's like, you know what, let's just, like, your rationale is like, look, I know what everyone wants to see, and everyone's like, actually, I don't. And he's like, yeah, you do. He's like, uh, yeah, could you not take a picture of your wiener with your child, kind of, in a 10 feet radius? It's kind of weird. Because you're not, and I'm surprised he actually didn't get, like, child crime, child, like, sex crime. Not that he did, but he took a picture of his shit, a very suggestive pic, while his child was, like, kind of in the same room. It's like, again, like Tubin, you can not just go to the bathroom. Like, at least Tubin exposed it to adults. Even if they didn't ask for it or weren't expecting it. I I, I only want to see the video of him doing it just to see how into it he was. Because I will be able to tell by how into it he was if he really meant to do it on purpose or not. If he's really into it, he knows what the hell he's doing. I think most people know what they're doing with this shit. And, like, if my name if my name had any wiener in it. Like, I wish I had a middle name. Fun fact, I don't. If I had a middle name and it was wiener, you guys would see it. I would probably put it as, like, the podcast logo. <laughs> I would put it as, like, the podcast episode art. Call it art. Gotta love it when they call genitalia the art, genitalia art. I've always found that weird also with, like, baby commercials. Isn't it weird how, like, with babies and movies and commercials, I understand, like, commercials, like, in the sense of, or, like, the Nirvana album cover. Like, I understand, um like, you know, Whether boy or girl, like, seeing the top of a bit, like, you know, a baby running around with a diaper on, and, you know, a girl, like, her chest is being exposed, but it's like a nine-month-year-old baby just walking around with, me, 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 look at me, (laughs) backyard again. Like, it doesn't bother me. It's like, yeah. I've always found it weird, though, like, in movies, when they kind of unnecessarily kind of, I don't want to use the word exploit, because it is a baby. But when when it's just like, hey, look, this is definitely a girl. It's like, yeah, I could tell when they named her Sally. I could tell when they named her Leslie. Um, And they'll just unnecessarily show like the whole nudity of a baby. It's weird how nudity of a baby in a movie is not like even considered like a parental guidance thing. And it's not even considered like nudity, but if you age that person seven years, then it is. Like, what's the draw? Like, what's the drawing line for when it becomes inappropriate to show in any type of media? Because you can show a nude baby on social media and it's like, it's not even a thing. They even, no one would even throw a qualm about it. But if, like, a 22-year-old girl or boy, especially a boy, if a guy, if a 22-year-old guy just goes full frontal on Instagram or wherever, YouTube, like, you couldn't show that. You'd be banned, it would be deleted, whatever the fuck. But then when it's a baby, it's like, ah, show it a little leaner. It's like, eh, it's a, you know, it's just, like, what if you can prove... You know, now I got theory. What if, let's say you're a grown man. Let's say you're 33, right? I don't know, just throwing numbers out here. And let's say you can prove that you had the same exact size as when you were a four-month-old baby. Let's say you pull pictures, you send it to the website creator, you send it to the company, you're like, see, here's my proof. So let me show it like I'm a baby. And they're still like, no. Could you take them to court and be like, hey, what's the difference between mine and some other person's? Some other baby that posts theirs. What if another baby posts it and it's bigger than mine? Why are you discriminating, huh? I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I just think, uh, it just seems, baby, baby, where's my penis? Uh, <laughs> I've always, you know, I've always just kind of found that weird. Like, you wouldn't just post, you couldn't just go to Walmart, and if you just buy some Spanx, is that I've right? never understood the term of Spanx, it's really just, what is it, like, compressed under, under... Like uh wraps. It's not even like underwear, it's like it's literally just like a uh I, I consider it like a like a tape vase for the, the lady body. This just shows how much I don't know. Uh but when you buy diapers and shit, it's just nude babies on a thing. It's like a pedophile's dream. It's a weird thing where that's okay. But you can't, but even when you go into like a sex shop, even on the covers of things, even on DVDs, which you'd be surprised if some of these places still have it. I've been told I'm a child of God, I don't go to these places, blah, blah, blah. Or when you look at even the most, like, holy fuck, is this a swing set? What the fuck do you need a swing set for? Eyes closed, just swanging my balls in your mouth. I've always found, like, you know, like, the big old sex toys are, like, 700 bucks. It's like, yeah, I, I I just came up here to buy some anal beads for, like, eight bucks. It's like, but why get that when you get this $400 fucking corset of a bassinet that can hang from any wall? It's like... You know, if I if if I if I just buy some anal beads and some anal gel and twenty two bucks, well yeah, stop trying to upsell me. You got a deal. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, talk about PPP loan, pocket pussy, and pleasure. Optional. P-P-P-O-R-P-O. <laughs> but yeah. You'd be surprised. Like, you know, these sex shops, man. And I haven't been to one ever. But if I have, it's been a very, very long time. Child to God here. Um, even if you go in there, they can't legally show nudity... From a woman or a man on a on a box. <laughs> box. On any of these DVDs, they got a blur and stuff. Like they got words and shit, but they can't actually show the thing. And this is literally what these places are designed for to give you a visual representation of what you're about to use this shit for or see. But babies, nah. Who cares? It's not developed enough. It's like, but that's when you're supposed to set the precedent that, hey, when they're undeveloped, don't fuck them. And I think that's where these creeps kind of get these weird ideas like, oh, like you're just. If you, if if someone really like ah you know like I'm not very sympathetic towards child predators or anything like that, um, and I know people will try to say like oh you know there's some they can't control and stuff and all this like yeah, maybe not but whatever not going down that rabbit hole, but I feel like that's one less thing you could do to kind of get the spidey senses going for them. You don't want to. You don't want to give these people influence. These creeps. Like it's the weirdest thing when you hear these predator, Like these child predators. Like when it starts getting to that single digit kid shit. Like I, I do feel like there are levels to this. Like. Uh, like a weird 40 year old guy with a 15, 16 year old girl. It's still disgusting. It's weird. It's beyond weird. And it's illegal. Most states. I don't know. Some states try to justify weird shit. But. It's weird how certain things can be illegal in states. But then if you get approval from a parent. Like what fucking parent. If a parent approves their 14 year old child. Being married to a 30 plus year old guy. Or person. But let's be honest. More times now. It's guys. Guys. Um, that parent should honestly, child services, they should, they should be thrown in jail anyways for even approving It It should be like a setup. It should be like Chris Hansen's like, you know, they should have like Chris Hansen should run a sting operation for parents that approve their 14 year old child getting married to a 35 year old person. Like what, what part of you is like, this is a great idea. You know, what? I've raised my children, right? They're ready for fucking marriage. But they should do like a whole Chris Hansen sting operation for the shit. Have it all set up. And then they show up to the house and the guy just smacking pizza in his mouth. It's like, you're about to marry this 14 year old girl. What were you? It's like the parent approved it. It's like, ah, shit. They did. We ah, can't do nothing about it now. Oh, man. But that's but that's kinda of the thing is that is that there there is this weird lineage to believe that it is open ended, it's open minded and this is the problem when you have too much of open minded culture. Yeah, I think too much open mindedness is a little problematic. But again back to the predators when you start getting to that single digit uh i i i don't i think that's beyond just hey you have some weird beyond disgusting stuff about you i think that is more of a sinister it's all really sinister but a 15 6 year old compared to an 8 year old is a little bit is a whole lot different cuz it's not even develop like there's not even a development thing that you should be attracted to and that is beyond honestly I believe ones like that like you should I would be for execution like I would be for killing I know it sounds old oh, this liberal wants to kill people I'm not political in any means and I don't identify in anything I don't even know what I would be identified as. You know what? I don't believe in labels, and I don't believe in being identified, so don't identify me. (laughs) Um, No, but seriously, I honestly think if you do anything with, like, a nine-year-old child or less, automatically, I think I would be okay with execution. And I know people are against the death penalty, but I feel like there's really no turn there's no beneficial aspect to you being brought back into society. Because you have already damaged someone and fucked someone up as and I feel like when it gets to a certain point, like there's no rehabilitation for people. There's more that that's more than just someone who lost their way. That's more than just someone who has some weird things about him. That is someone that's more of a choice in my opinion. And they're using weird sicknesses to justify really disgusting choices. Um again, this podcast is getting a little too intense lately. Um uh Jesus. I need to find the road back home to where this podcast began the origins. We always romanticize the past and the origin. We o- we always kind of... We always kind of, when we look into specific things in the past, we always try to remember the good times. We always try to... Rem- we always try to think something was a lot better than it was. That's why when you hear these old timings, like, oh, the past... When things were simpler, when people had manners, when men were men and and woman, Cam Newton my dishes, and shut the fuck up, <laughs> and just were absolute cunts. No, actually, I haven't listened to the thing about the Cam Newton thing, because I'm actually pretty sure people are making it some as not. I think he literally just said, based off what I grasped from it, without seeing the interview. And I hate when people say, oh, see, you didn't watch the whole hour and 40 minutes. You're right. I'm not going to sit here and listen to an hour and 40 minutes of much of anything, to be honest with you. I hate when people are like, oh, well, when you talk about something from like a live stream that someone did nine fucking hours or something, it's like, oh, well, see, you didn't listen to the nine hours for full context. Like, first of all, if you need nine hours for full context of something, that person really needs a better job at explaining shit. Just a thought. Um, but you're right. I'm not going to sit here and listen to full episodes to get one aspect out. I'm just not. But see, you didn't listen to we talked about this. You're absolutely right. I didn't. And if you want to go, well, then you shouldn't talk about whatever if you don't listen to everything about it. It's like, you know what? People cite things. People cite the Bible. And they've never even read the Bible. And they're out here making millions. Okay? So I don't want to fucking hear it. And you buy the shit. So I don't want to fucking hear it. Okay? But. um, Shit. What the fuck was I talking about? Um, yeah. God damn it. I wish I could just like rewind. Oh, the Cam Newton shit. I'm actually pretty sure he just said something along the lines, which he's actually kind of hinted before and stuff he has said in different type of smaller, like, real-life interviews. Like, you can definitely tell he's doesn't, and if you just look at his actual personal life and he has children with different women type of thing, you can definitely tell, like, kind of the life he kind of aspired, not really aspired, but the life he kind of, um, is okay of forming and fusing together in multiple aspects. But personal choice of his, that's his whatever. But he basically just says, I, I kind of just want traditional woman. And traditional woman isn't always, again, and I know I said the past is always sometimes romanticized is better. Um, I think certain aspects of what things were back in the day obviously are not great in a lot of ways. And I don't even think I need to list when it comes to specific like woman roles and woman expectations in society. Um, but also people got to remember gender roles and woman typicals. I should say more stereotypical view as a stereotype for women roles they existed for a reason, um, and it was mostly for beneficial reasons, and to be fair, a lot of women actually kind of enjoyed it, it brought value, it made, it, it was this ingrained thing, like, when you get into, and I'm not, look, I'm not a expert in terms of, uh, behavioral stuff, and Women are this and men are good at this, but traditionally, if you live long enough, you kind of pick up what women are typically better at than men, and vice versa. And women are essentially designed to nurture and to take care of things that typically require women. That made no fucking sense. For some reason, I thought I was saying the greatest fucking thing ever. <laughs> it sounded like a jackass. No, no. Right. Here's what I mean by that. Um, I'm gonna get in the Cam Noon situation without a job. Um, hey, don't worry, Cam. I can't throw either. Okay, that was a low blow. He. I actually like Cam. I actually think he deserves a shot. Um, but yeah. There's a. I think people are making this like gender roles things like it's bad. There's roles for a reason. When you marry someone, when men and women marry, you have to, you have to, it doesn't necessarily have to be defined day one, but you gotta be able to fulfill what needs to be done. You gotta figure out what needs to be done and you gotta divide the labor per se and who does what so shit can get done. Okay, we have a plan to buy a house. How are we going to do that? Okay. You have a good paying job. I may do other stuff on the side to make a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But it's going to be on you to provide that for me. Being the fact that now that you want to have kids, like, okay, so now I have have your children in my body. Okay. Going to have to take time off of work. Then when the kid is born, I have to take care of them. For a little while and stay home, and you gotta be able to provide that. Yes, I got you. It's a division of labor to bring clarity and stability. That's the main thing about all this stuff. I, th- I think I think what Cam is really just trying to say, more the traditional aspect, is that when you kind of look at the landscape, at least what's promoted on social media, at least what is promoted in algorithms. And what gets attention and click is that there's a lot of people that will not take the most important aspects of a relationship or marriage or kids and, oh, have kids and all this shit. But then I'm not going to do the stuff necessary to set a good environment or to set good examples for that. And it's. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do the. You know the. You know we, we can have an open mind. Who relate? It's like yes and no because at the end of the day, I I want to come home to some good food. All right, there. Well, massage misogyny on the pod. You know me. I'm a well mannered. I'm a. I'm a very uh, not defined role type of guy. You know what? You also got to have a good awareness of what you bring. Cam has made a lot of fucking money. Very prestigious in his profession. But he's accomplished. He, and when you make that type of money, you know what? You can afford to say this shit. And I know people don't want to hear that. But... For the right guy, I really, I think honestly for the right guy, just about any, any, I think most women actually want to be a traditional quote unquote, whatever your definition to that. I really think most women actually want traditional situation. They want where they they can have a career and stuff like they want to have the opportunity for that, but they also most Women won't be taken care of because they wanna have children. I think most women wanna have children. And understand that you know what? You have children, stuff takes a step back for everyone involved. Not just not just the husband, not for everyone. Things take a step back because it's not about you anymore. And some and I think what he's kind of getting at is when you get there, is that some kind of just don't want to take that step back when they have children or when they get married. I understand that the shit's bigger than you. I know you got married to this individual, but when you marry an individual and then you start expanding your family and, getting things that acquire stuff, ironically, it's not really about you anymore, you or the other person, that's why when people always just throw out the word, I want to build together with someone, building together means, you got to be able to bring something to build, it's not about money, it's like, okay, your role, you make the money, okay, but I don't want to have kids, but he wants kids. Okay, then what are you bringing? I'm not saying I'm not saying the women are just baby makers like that's all purpose. But I mean, realistically, we're on this earth to continue this species that we have fucked up and mastered and fucked up on a daily basis, and that's the beauty of it. And fucked. Um, a lot, <laughs> even all uh, in the family. Oh, Archie, get in the bunker already. And I just um, I I know what people are gonna take out of context about the situation, and I also wouldn't be surprised if he did say some very specific that. You know, woman, or I don't think he said anything on woman or nothing. Like, I don't think he would say that, to be honest. I think even if he thinks that, I don't think he would be putting that all out there, being the fact that he still is a quarterback in the position he plays and he needs to be perceived a certain way. I think he knows that. So I don't think he would put all that out there. Like, I, even if he does believe, like, the most extreme, like, woman or servants type of mentality, which I don't think, obviously, I really don't think that's what he thinks. But I think just based off of knowing Cam and how he kind of operates, like, it's not really surprising that that's tight. And also, I, I think the main quote they said is that... uh Women don't allow men to lead type of shit and I think he used it you know what you know what the real thing that really triggered people if he didn't use the word quote-unquote bad bitches then I think that's where people will find ways to make even if you don't like the term bitches right to ever refer to a woman even if it's used as a complimentary term within woman find that interesting if you don't want something to use towards you don't use it and then it doesn't open the pass to have people outside use it but okay but no like even if you're someone but the thing is is people will focus on the fact that oh it's not that he said but he didn't have to use that term he didn't have to use that type of uh, verbiage, because it sets a negative connotation for everything, it's like, okay, fine, but it doesn't change what he's saying, it's still the same thing, but you want to focus on that to distract the fact that he's probably spending a lot of quote-unquote facts, ah, Jesus, um, at least his truth of facts, which is a consensus between a lot of people, more people than not, I would say. And the thing is, is it's this whole, I want my cake and eat it too type of, call. I want this, but, you know, I don't want to understand what comes with it. And I think that's the biggest thing, is a lot of people with a lot of different things, not just this, is a lot of people want things, but don't want to deal with what possibly comes with it they want to act like i have this this and this it's like yeah you know what you can you can uh sit here and finance twenty thousand dollars of furniture on a credit card you absolutely can um but you know what's probably gonna come with it you're probably gonna miss payments you're probably going to go in debt that's probably what's going to come with it um there's stuff that comes with things there's there's, un, there's um ignorant attachment avoidant type of shit and i think that's more the point is like if you want to do that shit cool but just understand that when you want to start talking about the traditional shit, people aren't going to look at you as such. And I'll even be fair in this sense, in that I believe a lot of reason why this type of circulation, this type of trendy behavior, you know, a wave goodbye um, to the pod. um, I think a lot of reason why a lot of this, this thing is very prevalent precedent is not because of, you know, feminist movements or nothing like that. I honestly, think it's because the trust in a single individual male to be able to provide in today's society is very unrealistic. Um, I think it's less and less than ever because you need not just, more than a general skill set or education. you got to really find a specific thing. Spend your life on it. And you might be able to make something of it. I think there's more opportunities to make money and shit like that. But I think there's a difference between making money and being a self-made man. And I think the way... And... I know I'm kind of speaking all over the place right now, just trying to get through it. Um, but I do, I do believe just the trust in a man from a woman's point of view in today's world, based off a lot of things. And I, ironically, I know we're talking about gender roles being this bad thing, but yet they will use. Except gender rules will also be used against us if we don't fulfill whatever. Their view of gender roles is, ironically, they don't, you know, there are people out here, men and women, I don't even want to make this about women or men, but we'll just say both because it honestly applies, but there are people that will say it's unfair that gender roles have to be automatically applied to them, but then they will use gender roles to automatically denote or get rid of possible options for future prospects for who they would want to be with or... They will use general roles to make judgments and generalizations of people. To make it easier on themselves to judge people. But they don't want that same judgment on them. And I think that's where the shit gets kind of annoying. It's like. And general roles. If. Gender roles automatically have this terrible assumption. When like I said before. It's really just. A division of labor. It's just like hey. This is what you provide. This is what we identified for kind of like the reason why I chose you and the reason why we work together well is because we do these different things that complement each other. And typically, men and women are naturally, more times than not, there's going to be very similar across the board of what men provide to a family and women provide to a family. That's why single fathers and single women In single mother, I should say, single father and single mother households typically like that. That's why it's so hard because you know you're not gonna be able to give some that child everything that a decent human of the other gender would have been able to, but you just make the best of what you can. Um. I don't know. It, it it honestly as time, and I'm not I'm not out here trying to defend, you know. Because I haven't really seen the clip, but based off what I've picked up and shit, from different reaction stuff that I've watched and stuff, and people just putting these blanket statements on pro football talking. K. M. News second, and then they pulled up when he made a sexist comment to a reporter. In 2018, when he was with the Panthers, when he said, "You know, it's funny hearing a woman talk about row And and, gotta admit, it's kind of funny. Not because women don't know row trees and stuff like row trees is a pretty simple thing, actually. He picked a bad example to go after, where most reporters kind of know what a row tree, but it's, I think, what he did shed light that. Still is a thing, whether you want to hear it or not. Is that there are athletes who don't view female reporters as um the most qualified, and I'm not saying that's why I believe, but I think what he did expose in that 2018 situation was it's like yeah, this is a real barometer of how men in sports really kind of think of women still. Now it's progressed a lot. But there are also a lot of very good female reporters. I can name a few off the top of my head. NFL. Uh Tiffany Blackman. I think she's really well. Uh uh, and that's where it ends. No, no, there are there are actually a fa- Aditi Kikabwala. I kinda like her. Um, there's plenty of actual really good female reporters. Mary Kay Cabot. She's really good. Where they actually do a good combination of storytelling. Actually getting in the grains of what's being taught. Of what actually the news and information they're trying to get to the fans. And it's a good balance in that. But. It's just one of those things that's ingrained. And. And honestly think that the loss of faith in you know decent guys over time and genuine guys because the society we've created i think has played a factor in why there's this heavy movement of why there's this heavy back and forth manosphere shit online is because there's a lack of faith in men and that's fair in a lot of ways because men aren't like men of the days but you know what men of the 1990s weren't men of the 1970s men of 1970s weren't the men of the 1940s and guess what all those men from the 40s when they got older 70 80 and they see 20 30 year old men they look at them like pieces of shit nobodies that don't know shit and that cycle always continues and that's the thing about evolution. We always think that the next generation is softer. And in some ways it may, but they also may not be in other ways. Because there's also more, you also got to be understanding on the next generation. There's always more on their plate just by default because we just make more shit. We become more innovative. We actually there's more opportunities to do this and this. And sometimes there's so many fucking options that it's like, holy fuck. So also be mindful of that. Um, paralysis by analysis type of thing. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll just end it there. Shit. I forgot to say suck some titties. Forgot to do at the beginning of the pod guys. But yeah, follow the podcast on all apps. Uh, like comment subscribe follow and most importantly suck some titties and that was episode 136 of the Off and beat podcast if you need a little discrimination i got gotcha. you i can i can uh i can make your discrimination pop i can make your sexism pop so yeah all right guys Have a great day whenever this is posted. This is a throwaway episode like all of mine are. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great day.